You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. By now, you probably have heard that the Monday night football game between uh, Cincinnati and and Buffalo was postponed or uh, suspended uh, following a tragic on-field incident involving Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin. This occurred in the first quarter. Cincinnati receiver T. Higgins caught a pass, appeared to land his shoulder into the chest of Hamlin. Perfectly legal play. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. Well, you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field, and they are intensely working on DeMar Hamlin. The entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. Again, he popped up like nothing was wrong, and then he just immediately fell right back down. Uh, He had a cardiac arrest. Uh, They went out. They administered CPR for several minutes. Ambulance on the field took him and his family. His mom was in attendance uh, to the hospital. Uh, Again, cardiac arrest, as she just mentioned at the end of that soundbite, players on both sides visibly shaken, several of them seen crying. And after initially being told that they would take a five-minute break and resume the game, Cincinnati's head coach, it was Cincinnati's head coach, Zach Taylor, that said, nope. He walked across the field, spoke with Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, Mm-hmm. And then both of them led their teams back to the locker room. Yeah. After almost an hour with no update on Hamlin's condition, the NFL finally issued a statement. Here's the statement. Tonight's Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals game has been postponed after Buffalo Bills' DeMar Hamlin collapsed. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announced Hamlin received immediate medical attention on the field by team and independent medical staff and local paramedics. He was then transported to a local hospital where he is in critical condition. Our thoughts are with DeMar and the Buffalo Bills. We will provide more information as it becomes available. The NFL has been in constant communication with the NFL Players Association, which is in agreement with postponing this game. Uh, I watched the coverage last night, and I will tell you, I haven't slept because it was horrific. Yeah. And to watch the ESPN crew... Uh, not just Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, mm-hmm. but everyone uh, back at the studio trying to make sense of what was going on, trying to understand what was happening. Um, it was very difficult. Uh, one guy in particular, Ryan Clark, uh, he looked like he had been crying every time he was on camera. It looked like he had just finished crying, and now I'm sucking it up again, and here I am. They kept going back to him. This is yeah. one thing that he said, which to me... Uh, this is you're going to listen to him and you're going to know that this is very different from anything you've ever witnessed before in an NFL game. I've seen ACLs. I've seen broken legs. I've seen dudes face masks gets get, get get cut off their helmets and they get strapped down the tables. And I'm thinking and waiting for the thumbs up because I know if you give me the thumbs up, at least you're OK enough. DeMar Hamlin couldn't do any of those things. And he's 24 years old. Yeah, it, it it was it was something that nobody would ever want to see. Especially his mom was in attendance at the oh, game. Oh no, uh, Booger Booger McFarland. Well, uh, yeah. I say oh no, but she otherwise would have been catching a plane. Yeah, you're so, right. So I mean, it's kind of a weird dynamic True. there. Yeah, Booger McFarland, uh, part of the ESPN coverage as well. We break bones. We 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 have surgeries. We get concussions. And like as football players, we're conditioned to deal with those things. Like that's a part of our game. 
when, when you bring CPR out, you're trying to help someone breathe. We're talking life or death now. That's, that's, that's totally different than anything that I've ever been used to dealing with on the field. I've never seen it on the field. Like, that's real. Yeah, and it's real bad. He's in critical, and what we found out wow. uh, during the course of the evening was that he had to be intubated before they got him off the field, meaning that they put a breathing tube down his throat, so he's on a ventilator. That is really bad. Yeah. They also, Joe Buck, indicated that they spent several minutes, several minutes, yeah. administering CPR. That's also very bad. Obviously, we join with everybody sending positive thoughts and prayers for this kid and his family it's not a good situation as far as the game is concerned that doesn't matter are they going to play this game i don't know it's not important yeah uh we'll find out something at some point about it but uh, you know and and it is late in the season both of these teams are going to the postseason playoff seating is at stake but when you're talking life or freaking death the game doesn't matter it as a uh, as a yeah. Detroit Lions yeah. fan growing up, I was watching the game where the only player in NFL history died on the field, and they took a five minute timeout and, and they had came. to play, and and you lost a teammate. You know, uh, it was like crazy times. The last yeah. NFL death that occurred, and it wasn't uh, on the field of play, uh, was, uh, but it was during preseason and it was during training camp. It was Corey Stringer. Oh, yeah. Of the Vikings died of heat exhaustion. And uh, I'm not even 100% sure he died right then and there on the field or they got him to the hospital and he died. But uh, that was a similar situation in that they knew that he was in a lot of trouble. Uh, In this particular case, uh, again, thoughts and prayers. I I don't want to say anything else. Yeah. Yep. Now, anytime something major occurs, there's always going to be somebody that takes to Twitter and makes an ass out of themselves. And, uh, oh, yes. And, you, uh, thank you, Internet. And unfortunately, uh, yeah. Skip Bell is no stranger to making an ass out of himself. Kind of did so, but, uh, you know, the more I think about it, the more I, I, I think that the criticism this time might be a little bit too harsh if you really, if you really took time to, to read the tweets. If, well, if you read the entirety to, of what he yeah. wrote. He, what he did was, it was ass backwards. He should have started uh, he, with yes. what he finished with. Is what he, okay, so he starts out with, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Dot, 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 which suddenly seems so irrelevant. If he started yes. with, it seems so irrelevant now, but what are they going to do? Yeah. It, it would have taken the edge off. Would have True taken that. the edge off. And he, again, he, you know, this is before they've suspended the game even. There's yeah. just chaos. Yes. He then went on to say in another tweet, I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields, yet I've uh, never seen a reaction like this. In every other, situa- every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. <clears throat> the attitude was, hey, that's football. And then the last sentence, for these players, this was yeah. different. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so. Yeah. He, uh, if he just started off with what he finished with, he wouldn't have caught the hell that he's catching. Right. But one guy that's got to be happy about the hell that he's catching is LeBron James because, in case you missed it, LeBron James tweeting out his appreciation for watching Deshaun Watson on the field, the Browns uh, quarterback getting it done. LeBron tweeting out on Sunday, yes, D. Watson, another one. That boy getting his rhythm back, hashtag Browns. Now, of course, he's from Cleveland. No, he's a Cleveland guy. I yeah, get that. Uh, yeah. But 
but uh, anytime you're going to praise Deshaun Watson, you better be ready. It's not yeah. quite as bad yeah. as praising O.J. Simpson, no. but it's 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 not too many rungs down the ladder, right. you know? Right. So I'll just read you that. There were a million, I mean, everybody bashing LeBron on this, but I'll uh, just read you three quick ones. One, uh, in response to what he, he tweeted out, uh, somebody wrote, Jordan would never. Jordan oh, of course. would uh-huh. never. Uh-huh. Another tweet, uh, this is the guy who told the NBA to be smart and not criticize the Chinese Communist Party. And another one read, you know, it's just getting harder day by day to stay a LeBron fan. Wow. Uh, We did have four bowl games yesterday. The Rose Bowl, the Penn State, uh, Penn State knocked off Utah 35-21. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Tulane beat USC by one, 46-45. Citrus Bowl, LSU pounded Purdue 63-7. And the Rely Quest Bowl, uh, I hope I'm saying that right, Rely Quest Bowl, uh, Mississippi uh, State beat uh, Illinois 19-10. to uh, In the NBA, uh, Donovan Mitchell of the Cavaliers had 71 points. The Cleveland Cavaliers in double overtime knocked off the Chicago Bulls, and again, Mitchell had 71. LeBron had 43 in a win over the Hornets in Charlotte. The 76ers got 42 out of Joel Embiid in a win over the Pelicans. Luka Doncic. 39 points in a win over the Mavericks, or win for the Mavericks over the Houston Rockets. Clay Thompson had 54. These are big numbers. Uh, Golden State in double overtime topped the Hawks. The Heat in Los Angeles beat the Clippers. The Knicks over the Suns. And the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. but I have been. The Brooklyn Nets crushed the San Antonio Spurs 139-103. The Nets have now won 12 in a row, 19 of 22. 19 out of their last 22. On the ice, sellout crowd at Fenway. The Boston Bruins uh, edging uh, the Penguins 2-1 to one in the Winter Classic, which was pretty nice. Uh, in Vegas, uh, the Golden Knights topped the Colorado Avalanche 3-2. Flyers over the Anaheim Ducks 4-1. And as previously mentioned, we lost pro rally driver Ken Block. He unfortunately died in a snowmobile accident near his home in Utah. He uh, not only was a, a, uh, a rally, rally driver, but he also was the founder of Hoonigan and DC Shoes. That was a skateboarding shoe. Right. And he was a motorsports film director, and he was only 55. And here's your fun fact. 15 years ago today. Yeah. 15 years ago today. Yeah. One of the greatest songs ever written began a 10-week run at number one. 10-week run at number one. It was originally performed by the, the great Flo Rida. But uh-huh. for the sake of the fun fact, let's play. Uh, it's going to be number 10. Let's play. A cover of that great Flo Rider song, Flo Rida song from 15 years ago. Shoulda got them apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, shoulda got low, 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 low. Yep, that of course the Cleverleys. But 15 years uh-huh. ago, yes. today, Flo Rida. Beginning 10 weeks at number one with low. We're on a uh, carnival cruise ship, and every uh, night at dinner, the entire staff would do that song. (laughs) (laughs) And they'd all do it, you know, and they all had, like, because everybody's from a different country, so everybody brings their own accent to it. Yeah. And it was just, (laughs) we got the apple bottom (laughs) jeans jeans and the boots boots with with the fur. fur. Yeah. The whole club was looking at her. Hysterical. We hit the floor.